Guy, I tell you what, yesterday you started off commercial break by pointing out a, a birthday of sorts or an anniversary of sorts. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the same thing to you today. Um, 33 years ago, December 11th, 1987. What 33 years ago, December 11th, 1987, something yeah. happened. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, uh, it's, the, it's the anniversary of a, of a, of a cultural, uh, moment, um, in, in our country. Um, how should we Did say? Did Patrick score like 50 against the, the, uh, the bullets or something? What happened? No, I mean, that, that would be, that would be nice. Um, my guess, uh, Patrick didn't start to score 50 for a few more years, but um, no, this is, this is the anniversary of the release of the movie Wall Street. Of Come course, on. with Michael, Michael Douglas. Yeah, how do you feel? a little old right now? Uh, 33 years, that's un... Well, you know, I remember... Look, I do remember it came out like within a couple of years of when I started working on it, but I didn't... On the street. I, for some reason, I didn't remember it being a December release. That's fantastic. Yeah, look, I mean, money never sleeps, pal. And, and this yeah, was a movie sure. that, that was supposed to be epitomizing the, the big 80s. It might be Gordon himself right now. GG. I'm going to put, put Gecko on hold because, uh, um, by the way, the, 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 uh, the most important, most valuable commodity I know uh, Bud is is information, and that guy absolutely gave me some some information. So, but think so, about think about that yeah. phone. I mean, pick that phone up real quick because it's worth taking a look at. <laughs> I know where you're going here. So look yeah. at that thing, and then if you remember the scene when when Gecko's on the beach in the Hamptons, the thing's the size of a suitcase, dude. And he's like radar o radar O'Reilly in Mash. You know, Sparky, but he's he's walking. Around, he's got that thing. He's like, buddy, if you could see what I see right now walking around in fact i called one of my friends the other day i was doing a conference call from the beach because you know that's where i am right now and and uh he was like dude all i could think about when you told me that you were actually doing a call from the beach is that that scene with with gecko on the beach in his bathrobe um but uh by the way folks if you haven't seen this um go on to vimeo or youtube and find the fast money trailer spoof of Wall Street, the movie that we did probably three years ago, four years ago, with, of course, uh, Guy Adami as Gordon Gecko and Tim Seymour as Bud Fox. And then all it of our other- brilliant. It was brilliant. Oh. It, it was. Um, and, I mean, uh, BK was in it. What's in it from Wah? That was BK's <laughs> line. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it was absolutely- And I remember being in the elevator at the NASDAQ riding up with um, Seabird and Seberg playing the role of Marty Sheen. And, and, and something like, Bud, you don't judge the man by the size of his wallet. And he's like- yeah, and, and he, he did a great was, job. He Seberg was in my grill, he even spit on me a little bit. I mean, it was- I had, it, I had this stripe, remember, if you remember in the movie, um, Michael Douglas wears a striped shirt, but the stripes are not- Sideways. Article, they're horizontal. And that yeah. was like badass shit. And I have one of those shirts. I, I mean, bet I, you, I, I bet you do for that, for that gig. And, and one of the funniest stories for me from my first month on Wall Street was me also with a horizontal striped shirt um, showing up on the trading floor and my mentor. So they assign you coming out of the training program, uh, one of the, the big swinging you-know-whats on the floor. And so they assigned me to this guy. I'll leave his name out. He's a great guy. And he was a great mentor. And he comes up to me and he's like, Seymour? Until you've made five million dollars, take that shirt off. And he was—I mean, like he was pissed, and he was serious. So um, you know, you learn these things. Um, so what what did we learn from Wall Street, the movie, 
as it related to the big 80s and were the 80s uh, late 80s on Wall Street. And again, we had the crash, of course, of 87. This is some great irony, right? This happened right after the crash. Um, and, and, but, but Wall Street, you know, the LBOs, the, the, the buyouts, the, the, the junk bond craze, Michael Milken, um, and you were at Drexel in the middle of that. Um, would you say the excesses of today? And this is a week where DoorDash prices, uh, the biggest IPO, only then to be outdone the next day by Airbnb, which is now bigger than the entire rest of the travel industry effectively. It's a $100 billion company um, that's not making money. Uh, and on some level, you know, I mean, when I talk to people around the street uh, today and over the last couple of days, that scares the shit out of them. Yeah, and it should. The lesson is that people are always you know, it's like the line in the movie, greed is good. The greed the, in, for all of mankind, from the beginning of mankind to the end of time, greed is going to be part of it. And people are always looking for what's the next best way to make a buck. Sometimes it's what's the best, best quickest way, what's the best nefarious way. But nothing's changed. I mean, if you really think about the core message of that movie, absolutely nothing's changed. Those people still exist just in a different form. I mean, the business that took place then is a lot different now, but the personalities and the um, complexes the and yeah. the, all this, it's all the same. And, and one of the great lines from that movie is something like, buddy, the top 1% of the wealth in this country is worth more than $5 trillion or more than half of our and, and, I mean, first of all, I feel like we started talking about that last week and, and the, like the excess between the rich and the poor, the divergence, the chasm is, is all this stuff. And I think, you know, it probably has gotten more extreme, but it felt extreme then. And by the way, guy, I gave you Darianne. <laughs> How about that? It's pretty good. Um, the fact, what, I mean, by look. the way, what did you think about her? I, I would not have cast her in that role. I mean, I, I guess the whole like Soho art thing, like she was like the trophy prize. Um, but Daryl Hannah, you know, look, I, I don't know. It's just, you know, I, I listen, you know, I think you got time. Could have, you got time? I mean, if you think about it, um, Sean Young was also in that movie. Yes, she was. Yes, she, she was. was. She, she was. was and, and she was like a bit part. You could have cast her uh, in the Daryl Hannah role very easily. No, you needed a younger, I mean, look, you needed a younger vixen. And uh, I love the decorating his apartment scene. Just like throwing the paint up against the, the wall, background. Yeah. cranking the, the talking heads tune, making pasta, pour, oh, bottle, bottle of wine, pour the guy. Oh yeah, it's all good. It's, it, it's quintessential, but what's changed? Nothing's changed. And there are always gonna be people that try to do things the quick way. And there are always gonna be people that think they can get away with it. And you know what, in the end, they all get caught. So, I mean, but I tell you what, and I know you feel the same way, I can be flipping around, and if that movie's on, I'll stop no matter where. Even if it's in the effing credits, I'll stop. Dude, it's a time capsule. And, and, and whether it's, it's that scene on the beach, whether it's the, the braces and the, 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 the you know, like for, first of all, everything, including Gecko's henchmen, right? Gecko's henchmen were just like the guys on trading desks following around after the, uh, you know, the, 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 oh, the, the head trader. And it, the whole thing was, was cut to a T. So the question is, guy, um, if you need a friend, get a dog, or um, let's see. Uh, lunches for wimps. Lunch, lunches for wimps. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know preferred stock from livestock. I mean, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing for money. 
I mean, you know, these, these are some of the great lines in the movie. So um, I, I'm going to tell you that, that uh, uh, Bud Fox is the anti-hero because I think the movie's misunderstood and the message is play it clean, man, uh, and be a good guy. And actually, uh, Martin Sheen rises to the top. Words to live by. I'll talk to you Monday. Later. See you.